welcome to the Kaz and Julie show. Hello. We are two health and wellness fanatics from different backgrounds. This is Julie. Hey, Julie with Balance Life with Julie. And I am Kaz, a registered massage therapist and energy healer with Key Health and Wellness and Whitby. Together, we will tackle some common and maybe not so common health and wellness topics from a viewpoint of each of our profession. So join us, this charismatic duo, as we offer advice, information, and comical opinions on a variety of subjects, from muscles, aches, and pains to gut health and toxic environments. Mm-hmm. So today we are going to tackle the topic of stress. Dun, dun, dun. Yes. Stress. Everyone feels stressed. They do. It is literally everywhere now. I think we use it as a very common term, like, I'm so stressed out. But it's a pretty serious phenomenon that's going on. Mm-hmm. And what people don't know is that stress is actually very important for us. We need stress in our lives. A small amount of stress is what gets you up in the morning. It's what makes you jump out of the way of the bus that's coming down the street. But what we're talking about is that chronic long-term stress that is detrimental to our health. Yeah, so there's there are different types of stress. There's good stress, there's bad stress. There's uh, mental stress, emotional stress, there's physical stress. Um, So let's say, for example, you go and do a workout. A workout is a good stress, right? You're pushing your body, you're pushing your limits. There are some really good benefits to working out. But it's interesting how things can tip because you can also over-exercise. And when it goes into that realm, it can be really bad for you. So when your body starts to break down or there's issues with injuries, that's a sign of that you're doing too much. Mm -hmm. And so what I see on a day-to-day basis, being a registered massage therapist, is that people are under a massive amount of mental and emotional stress. And that actually affects the physical body. So now we've tensed those muscles, we're upset, we're agitated, and then we go and do a workout to our poor stress out muscles. And that's often where injury comes into play because we haven't given them that chance to relax and to get back to their normal stance. And then people are going crazy at the gym, trying to take out their frustration and work out their stress, Mm -hmm. but are actually doing a lot more damage to their body. Yeah. So the mental stress is actually the thing that uh, I would consider the most prevalent and toxic, Mm -hmm. right? Because no one's inside your head. And most people actually aren't even that aware of their thoughts Mm -hmm. um, and the impact that they're having. So every thought we have has has energy to it. Mm -hmm. And it has an impact in our, on our body. So if we're constantly having these thought loops that are uh, negative and, you know, we have a lot of negative self-talk, then that goes somewhere in our body, mm-hmm. right? So part of, you know, healing is becoming aware of what are your thought patterns so right. that you can start to shift them. So Because once you break those thought patterns, you also help to release that mental and physical stress out of your body as well as emotional stress. So if I'm having this thought constantly of like, um, I'm pissed off at someone and I keep having these angry thoughts over and over and over again, those angry thoughts live in my body and they cause tension and they Mm -hmm. also cause emotional upset. But if I can recognize, oh, I'm having this thought, is it true? Like look at it objectively. Is it true? And go, oh no, that's a ridiculous, you can literally just laugh at your thoughts and go, wow. That's Mm -hmm. a really silly thought. It is. 
It's so true. And I think what people also don't understand is that thought process manifests itself in the body in terms of in the hormones, because now the brain's thinking there's something going on here. So now we need to flip to something called the sympathetic nervous system. So we have three parts to our main nervous system. And the sympathetic nervous system is that fight or flight. So it's we're in danger. We need to go straight to full out. Let's either punch this bear in the face or we're going to turn and run mode. It's the adrenaline and cortis- exactly. uh, cortisol response. Yes. So I think cortisol really could be a subject all on its own. But just to briefly go over it, cortisol is a hormone that is secreted by our adrenal glands. And it is basically secreted whenever the body is undergoing something stressful. So the brain is telling the body we need to ramp up for something that's going to happen, whether it's we're going to stand and fight this thing that's coming at us or we're going to turn and run. But either way, we need to ramp up the heartbeat. We need to ramp up breathing and blood pressure. We're going to slow digestion down completely. And so our body goes from one extreme to another. And vital things like um, digestion and just keeping low blood pressure goes all out of whack. Mm -hmm. And so imagine if you're in that thought process 24-7, especially when people are not happy in their environment, whether that's at home or at work or anything, they're constantly in that thought process. Cortisol is constantly being pumped out. There is no end to that loop. Mm-hmm. And then people get stuck in that cycle. Well, the other thing also is, is like cortisol isn't necessarily bad. Like mm-hmm. cortisol wakes you up in the morning. So exactly. we need a certain amount of cortisol, but it should also be ramping down at the end of the day mm-hmm. so that you can sleep. Yes. And If you're in a state of stress, it actually, this is what I look at a lot when uh, people come to me for health, uh, health and nutrition help, is that if you're in a state of stress, it means that your digestive system isn't working efficiently. So you, Mm -hmm. you might be eating really good, healthy food, but you're just not getting the nutrients because your body's not absorbing them properly. Right. So you want to be looking at your system as a whole and going, okay, what is what is the effect this is having? And then starting to, you know, I, I would say untie the knots. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Absolutely. And another thing that's really interesting, we've seemed to come into this era where people have a lot of issues getting pregnant. And I don't know if too many people are figuring out that stress is a big contributor to that because when you're in the state of fight or flight, your body won't reproduce. Exactly. There is no need for you to be in that reproductive mode. And so everything just comes to a standstill. So stress affects every part of our lives, Mm -hmm. whether it's just going to work, I hate it, or coming home, I hate it, or anything. Mm -hmm. And so people really need to seek out different ways to lower that stress level. Yeah. I mean, like looking at the thought process to begin with, like Mm -hmm. looking at leaving jobs that maybe are not that beneficial for their mental health. Like we are going to talk about toxic workplaces. And Mm -hmm. um, sometimes, you know, you just got to know when to quit. (laughs) Exactly. Literally. And I mean, being a mother and knowing I was in a toxic work environment that was really damaging my health, it was very hard for me to say, oh, I'm just going to quit because that just wasn't a logical reason. But I had to defend myself other ways. And so as soon as I finished work, I 
I was done. That was it until the next day I went in. I didn't let it trickle into my family life. And eventually I did leave there and I'm so glad. Um, but it is finding ways to manage stress, yeah, however that sure. looks. Yeah. And I've had similar work situations where at the time, like didn't enjoy working there, really wasn't happy, but you know, just had to find ways to deal with it. And part of it was very similar. Like as soon as I left, I was done. I just went back to my normal life until I had to show up to the office again. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And like you said at the beginning, that whole mental awareness. So if you're taking those negative thoughts anywhere else with you, it's ruining your entire day, your entire week, your evening. So learning to I think cope with your thoughts is a huge part of dealing with stress in general. Well, you and I both meditate. And one of the things that I really appreciate about meditation is it's made me more aware of my thinking, Mm -hmm. right? Because say you have an argument with someone or you have a negative situation, oftentimes we're still carrying that situation with us into the next day or into the next week or, or whatever. But the situation might have happened like a week ago or two months ago or 10 years ago, Mm -hmm. 20 years ago, we're carrying it on our backs, right? Exactly. So it is, it's not to say that bad things don't happen. Bad things happen and they can be very emotionally and and mentally and and sometimes even physically upsetting, but learning to uh, recognize and create those boundaries and to let go of the thought processes that really aren't supporting your health. What's the point of having this negative thought about, let's say, your mother <laughs> for right. 50 years, now, just carrying it into everyday life and just having it kind of uh, percolating in the background, affecting your well-being? It doesn't, mm-hmm. you know, so something that can help is definitely meditation work. Forgiveness work is really powerful. Um, you know, having a a sense of compassion for yourself and for others, because we're all human. Nobody's perfect. Absolutely. I totally agree. I actually really like that mental image of you're making a pot of coffee and you put the coffee in the filter. But if you have the old coffee grinds that are just drank and dirty and gross, which are your negative thoughts, it's trickling down into that coffee pot. So every coffee that you drink is tainted with Mm -hmm. the remnants from before. Well done. Good imagery. Yes. I like that. (laughs) The coffee pot. Everybody loves coffee. Yes. Unless you're trying to give up coffee. That's true. (laughs) Let's not talk about giving up coffee. It makes me stressed out. (laughs) So another thing that we'll just touch on very quickly is that cortisol, which we talked about before, which is the stress hormone, which is very good in low doses, but not on a very continuous basis, actually creates belly fat. That's right. You're getting fat from being stressed out. Mm-hmm. It's called so, insulin resistance. Right. And so your body is is storing fat now because it thinks that you're going to need it in the short burst. I'm going to go fight something or I'm going to run away from it. So I need that energy. So another good reason to get your stress in check is for your own weight loss or, you know, just to get healthy. I know so many people that struggle with that little, what's it called? Little, little pouch. pooch. Yeah. Little pooch. And so it's because of stress. You can do yeah. every exercise that you want to do. Every yeah. crunch that comes along, you're not going to move that anytime soon. You know, it's also really good for stress. Sleep. 
And that is going to be a whole other episode. That's going to be a whole other topic <laughs> because it's a big topic. But mm-hmm. it's actually, there are ways to lose weight. Like, let's say you don't change your diet. But if you just manage the stress, sleep more, which, by the way, I advocate for eating healthier. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm a big fan of it. But if you just start to get your stress levels in check, and sometimes certain foods also cause a stress response in our body, um, mm-hmm. sugar. But, um, you know, just getting your stress levels in check, sleeping more. Those are like some really straightforward um, ways to kind of get yourself back in balance. Um, The other thing is like sometimes it's also good to know when it's time to talk to somebody. Absolutely. A professional. Absolutely. I totally agree. Acknowledgement is the first step, which I always advocate for. If you're not going to acknowledge that there's even a problem, then you can't do anything about it. So, and I think doing baby steps is, is also key because otherwise it can become very overwhelming. If you're trying to overhaul your entire life in one day, it's Mm -hmm. not going to work and that will lead to failure, which will not Mm -hmm. go over well. So I think really just to wrap things up, Stress is great in small amounts. We've learned that. But this chronic cycle of stress is what is damaging us physically, emotionally, mentally. Yeah, that low-level constant stress state is actually not good for us mentally, physically, and it's not good for our organs in the long run. So Mm -hmm. So no more stress. (laughs) Keep it in the bud. So we want to thank you for tuning in and listening to us talk about stress. We have lots more information on our websites. Um, Don't forget to follow us on social media for more tips and tricks and info and general coolness. Yeah, for sure. Lots of coolness. And our next one we're going to be talking about is toxic work environments. So don't forget to tune in for that. For sure. Thank you all. Have a wonderful day. Thank you. This show has been produced by podcastexpert.ca.